Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everyone. And we are super pumped today to have our friend, our community member, fellow intuitive, Lexi Wilson, who is here to discuss and reflect on the Schumann Resonance, (laughs) um, a topic that we've all been talking about quite a bit recently. Um, And um, yeah, you might have seen Lexi before. She, When I was on maternity leave, she valiantly stepped in and took over on our Patreon and even did did some, (laughs) indeed, exactly. And even did some episodes uh, with Ambie. And uh, yeah, we are blessed to have her here. So Lexi, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me back on. It's really good to spend some more time with y'all. It is. And in fact, like, I think this episode actually came about because we have been like before doing our private coaching with arc nine which is guys it's just like a higher level of patreon tier that people can be in um it's a really great group of people and anyway before we like dive in lexi's usually one of the first people on and so like me her and ambrosia get to catch up and it's just such a fun talk always and we're always like we should put this on the podcast um so yeah, we're ready to have some fun. So Lexi, do you want to, maybe for people who didn't catch you before, do you want to give people a little more info about yourself and then we can yeah. dive in? Happy to do a little bit more of an intro for me. So um, I have been in touch with my intuition since I was about eight years old when my mom gave me a palm reading kit. And I just dug into it and loved it. And I will, I'll be honest, like my spirituality and intuitive work has taken many, many, many twists and turns since I was eight years old, including being like atheist for a while, exploring Buddhism, like all the different religions and tracks of spirituality. And I'm confident that my understanding of spirituality and life's journey will continue to like unfold and change as, as I continue to grow. But um, now where I'm at with my intuitive work is um, I post quite a bit on TikTok, just random musings and things that I notice. Um, a lot of those tend to focus on creativity and self-expression with a bit of inner child work woven in. Um, and that is, you know, a bulk of like the depth of content. Uh, at the same time, Alexa, Ambi, I think some of the things that we've had a lot of fun chatting about are the fact that I live in Joshua Tree and mm. my husband and I yeah. host these parties and social gatherings and just places where 
people gather to have fun. And we actually had one this past weekend and someone who was a friend of a friend who was brought to the party, um, I'd not met them before, um, said that it was the first time they had ever danced around other people ever. Mm -hmm. Like they normally just keep that to themselves. And there was something about the space and the energy that day that just made them feel safe. And they really felt like they got in touch with a different part of, of who they are and who they're going into. So um, in a nutshell, creativity, self-expression, technology and innovation, and a lot of fun, a lot of music. Those are the things that I'm really into. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my little snapshot intro of what I'm about these days. Love it. We keep telling you that like, we, we have to come to one of your, um, parties in the desert because did, was it you the other day that I saw posted something? Maybe I'm getting the term wrong, but I thought I saw something that was like raving is spiritual. Did I make that up? No, you didn't make that up. Um, like spiritual raver, like these are the hashtags yes. that I associate with fairly closely on TikTok these days. Yes. Um, yeah, I just think that having fun and enjoying ourselves and getting in touch with that freer part of us is a huge part of why we're here on earth. I mean, you already mentioned the Arc Nine, the collection of Arcturian energies that we talk with. Um, they always tell us that life is about experiencing different emotions and feelings and I sure as heck want to experience more of the happy and uplifting and exciting ones of those. So I, one of the ways I can touch that is music and in community gatherings. Same. I, I like, actually, I think that, and I think Ambie and I have been talking about this on the podcast a bit, but like, I really think for me, it's almost like I've had like a second awakening, like a kind of, kind of an awakening back down into my body. If that makes sense. It's kind of like when I first had my spiritual awakening. It was like, I was all up here and it was like, I didn't want to be in my body and I wanted to be in the ethers and I wanted to like explore what was beyond and, and think about what was possible or what I wasn't seeing here. And I feel like this past year, like Ambie and I have been talking about kind of coming back down into our bodies and just being lighter and like, yes, yeah, celebrating and having fun and not taking everything so seriously, because I think that's something that happens when people get on the path or connect with their spirituality, whatever you want to call it, is we get so serious. And like, we think we have to like work really hard to like achieve this level of um, enlightenment or get to make our lives like the best they can be. And it's kind of this like reverse, um, like in actuality, the way I've been experiencing it personally is kind of almost like the reverse of what I thought it was. It's actually like coming back down and getting comfortable on my body and mm -hmm. getting comfortable with all this earthly stuff. And the more that I do that, the happier I do feel. So I mm -hmm. think what you're doing is, I mean, that is like right on the money as far as I'm concerned. So. Awesome. I appreciate that reflection. Uh, and I just, as you were speaking to that, it reminded me of something that I talk with various people about fairly often, which is like healing, inner work, shadow work, whatever that is for you. Like the point of all of that is to get us more in touch with ourselves so that we can like enjoy this experience a little bit more. And it doesn't mean every day is going to be sunshine and butterflies. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's, it's a somewhere in the middle sort of thing. But if we're constantly working on ourselves and trying to improve and have this rigid life of like, okay, this is my schedule that I do all the time. And, you know, I never break out of that. Then there really isn't much room to be flexible enough to invite new experiences in. So um, all to say that if we're so like nose to the grindstone about healing ourselves or fixing ourselves, because those can get in very close tension with one another, then it feels as if like 
a part of us is broken and it's never really addressed when like you're already whole, you're already valuable, you're already perfect. So just like bring more of that out and find that balance between doing the inner work and exploring and enjoying what it is you've started to create for yourself through that healing and through that growth. Mm, That's so true. That's such a good point and such a nice reminder. So beautifully said. You you can see why Lexi is doing the work she's doing because she's like so, (laughs) so intuitive, first of all, but also like so, um, so well-spoken and has such like astute observations and perspectives about things. And I think that is, you know, it's a really unique quality and a very helpful quality in someone. So, um, but yeah. Of course. But let's let's dive in a little bit to the Schumann resonance and what has been going on because I don't know, when did this start? Like a week ago or so? Or maybe before yeah. that? Is, Is it still going on? Yeah. So I mean, I would say that when we say when did this start, I think we're <laughs> kind of referring to this. Like what what do we mean when we say when did this start? We're talking about when we visualize the Schumann resonance, which if the Schumann resonance is new for you, Google it, do like all the digging you want to do. But the, the headline is it's the heartbeat or the pulse of earth. It's almost like applying an EKG or like encephalogram monitor thing. Instead of to a person's head or brain, you apply it to the entire earth and get a reading of the earth's frequency. So that's, that's what the Schumann resonance basically is there's a lot more science to it than that but when we say when did this start we're talking about how a week week and a half ago the readout the visual graph of the human resonance just started doing some things that we've never seen before and by we I don't just mean me Andy and Alexa I'm talking about people that study the human resonance like that is their jam they look at it all the time they look at it multiple times a day they look at the readouts and they looked at the visualization over the past week and a half and went what is this depending on who you talk to it kind of looks a little bit like a dna helix um it's been compared to some other things too but that's kind of what's been popping off recently and i'm curious like when this change started to like be visualized did you feel any different like how did it come up in your consciousness alexa you go first you want me to go first um i was so emotional i was like very I, I think, I think Ambie and I, you and I spoke because I, I was like, weird. I, I sobbed. What did I sob about? I sobbed about something so weird. Um, it's something that like, oh, oh, it was about my dog that I guess it's not weird, but I, I was like convinced oh, for the 15th time. Okay. Well, I guess you're really leaving me now and <laughs> say my goodbyes. She wasn't, (laughs) but I, oh, I just like ugly cried for like two hours. Like the one thing that can always make me cry is like thinking about saying goodbye to my dog because I know that I will. And, but the thing is, it just, it, it, I don't, these days I really don't cry that often and it takes something special to like get me there. And for some reason that weekend, it was just really, really easy. So I was very emotional. I felt like I was purging a lot. Um, kind of rare for me these days. And ever since then, I have been very, like, so exhausted, I cannot even explain it. it. It's like, like this weekend, I felt like I took like two hour naps during the day, and it was not nearly enough. It just felt I was so overstimulated. I was so like, 
at my breaking point and I just kept feeling like there was nothing that I could do except just surrender. There's nothing I can do except it. And also this is something that came up that I saw someone else saying and I was like, oh, that's such an interesting way to put it. It was like this feeling that I can it, it, it used to, it has been in the past that it's kind of like your body tells you no, but you're like, ah, eh, shut up body. I'm going to do it anyway. It was like this <laughs> yeah. weekend. It was like, no, you cannot. Like I, I we shut were supposed to do down. something. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah. Like I get down. Shut it down. <laughs> yes. No, like I, I texted Amby yesterday. We were supposed to do something and I, I could not, I could not. And I was like, I know you're going to be mad at me. I just, I'm so sorry, but I just, I just can't, I don't have it. And that is very unlike me, I would say. And I just, so, so what, whatever it is, it's a very overwhelming, I would say, uh, energetically. And that's what I've been experiencing. What have you been experiencing, Ambrosia? Um, I've been experiencing, I have been experienced like last week I was super emotional, super emotional. Um, embarrassingly emotional. Hate that. Um, what else? I've been good this week. Well, I mean, it's Monday, but like, I've been good. (laughs) It's what I mean. Like, um, I would say Wednesday on, so it hasn't been that long if I think about it, but I digress. Um, but what's interesting, well, I don't want to give them too much away right now, but what I have been telling people to do in readings is like, write down what you want to create, write down what you want to manifest. Like mm-hmm. that's been coming up a lot in readings lately. So I did it the other day, right before I fell asleep, which is like that sweet spot actually. Um, so that is, that is what I have been going through, I guess, personal. Can I add one more thing that you just reminded me of, Ambie? Yeah. Is is what I have been noticing is like near instant manifestations, but about really small inconsequential things. Like the one just happened again. My husband was on his way home from, he was literally just walking from uh, jury duty and it's like a 10 minute walk. And I know, and Anyway, he called me and said, I'm walking home. I said, okay, cool. And then I was like doing something, putting something away. And then I just thought in my mind, huh, I bet he's going to stop and get some boba tea. And then he calls me. I'm not kidding you. Like five seconds later, and I pick up. He's like, hey, I'm going to stop and get some boba tea. Like, do you want any? And I was like, I knew you were going to. But he doesn't do that very often. It just, I don't know. So little things like that are just like, you know. Um, so, Yeah. Lexi. Million dollars. A million, yeah. million, million dollars. No big deal. It's no big deal. Just no strings a million attached. dollars. <laughs> Lexi, what have you been experiencing? Yeah. Like, so a week, week and a half ago, I went to breakfast and then it was like in the middle of breakfast, similar thing, just like shut it down. Just my whole body was like, you need to go lay down. I was like, mm okay, it's like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Like we slept, we were fed, like what's going on? And I did not get off my couch until five, six o'clock that evening because I just, I couldn't. And I had no idea what was going on yet. I think it was like either later that evening or the next day, I like, you know, opened up TikTok or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, the Schumann resonance is like ringing off the hook. What's going on? (laughs) I see these patterns. And I was like, oh, 
okay, well, that, that seems like it could be part of the equation maybe. Um, so that was like the onset for me, so to speak. And then I would say like over the past week, I have had my bouts of like really big fatigue, feeling super tired, despite getting like eight or even nine hours of sleep, like full sleep cycles and still waking up tired. But some of the cool things I've been noting, noticing in, in addition to instant manifestation are just like, this is going to sound, but my highs are higher. Like when I'm excited or happy or curious or exploring something, it's like over the top, like in a good way. Like sometimes I do need to like take a breath and ground myself, but it's really cool to feel that excited and that much positivity and that much potential. And it just feels like there's this cyclical thing happening where either I'll feel excited and then I start to see more excitement in the world around me or it happens in the reverse. And it just kind of like keeps feeding into itself like a biofeedback loop. It's so cool. One of my favorite ways that people can support this podcast is by checking out our Patreon. Ambie, you like our Patreon, right? Nah. No, I'm kidding. I love it. I love it. One of my favorite things to do is interact with our community. And Patreon is a really good way to engage with other people that listen to the podcast and that are interested in the same things that we're interested in. Like conspiracy theories. Like conspiracy theories, like ETs, like... um dead People celebrities passed away dead celebrities i really love when our listeners kind of almost feel like they've like solved uh cases yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of detective work yes it, we all feel like little nancy drews over there using our intuitions uh for i guess for our inter- entertainment mm-hmm. if you're woo woo and you love pop culture this is the place for you so Right now, you can get a free seven-day trial to our Patreon tier, which gives you access to all the bonus material, including celebrity spirit interviews, intuitive investigations, and we have a huge vault dating back years that you can get access to. So make sure you go and check out patreon.com slash podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast, and sign up for our free trial. What if actually what we're, we're able to do what's happening is like our consciousness is elevating and we're able to perceive more that is at play and that is here and that is happening like energetically and dynamically. Like you were talking about, like you're, you're suddenly aware of that energy loop. You're aware that like you affect the environment, affects you, affects the environment, affects you. And the more you're aware of that, the more you're like, oh, it's almost like if you were playing a video game and you saw that you're, you could literally see your energy come out, right? Like on like a, like a, what do you call those things? The quest thing. Yeah. The VR headset. Kind VR, of like yeah, yeah. 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 It's like your, your, your augmented reality or whatever virtual reality and you you can see that your energy is coming out in a certain way and you start to learn in the game oh how to control it and and then you start to control it really well because you're noticing where it's going and what it's doing it's like then you just get really good at the game you get really good at controlling it you get really good at saying like well this is the way i want it to go and i think in a way like that is something that's happening with all of these synchronicities or these instant manifestations, even if they're not about anything consequential per se, it's like the noticing, the becoming aware of 
how we are affecting reality is exciting. Mm. Well, I want to say really quick that I was, if you saw me, like if you're watching the video and you saw me a little distracted, I was reading from the NASA website, what exactly the Schumann residence is and what it like uh, monitors essentially. So what it checks for is it checks for the atmospheric energy level. Okay. This is from the NASA website. You can go look this up yourself, but what it typically picks up are thunderstorms and the thunderstorms can be, they've seen it as low as eight Hertz. Um, and they've seen it thunderstorms. Okay. So the electromagnetics are the the electricity that's created from thunderstorms. Um, they've seen that created, but they have never seen um, any kind of energy levels that are what is happening right now. And so the scientific theory is that it's not just uh, thunderstorms that are affecting this or the weather. It, there is something else in the atmosphere or something else that is affecting the planet. And so that is what we're talking about right now is what is affecting the planet and how does that affect human beings? Is that a good, is that a safe assumption, a summary? Yeah, I, I guess I would, so. I would say, yeah. yeah, I think, it, I, I think like when we say what could be affecting the planet, what we've been chatting about today is like, well, we're part of the planet mm -hmm. and we start to, when we start to let's even take, like, we can take it out of metaphysics even, but like, we can imagine that when someone starts to be more curious, be more playful, like that is an energy shift for that person. And when you have a lot of people doing it, it kind of just seems to pass it on. Um, so yeah, I think what we're discussing is like, how are humans interacting with the planet? How are we interacting with each other on like a one-to-one -one relationship level, as well as a collective, like at a societal level, what are we all noticing that maybe felt like five years ago even was like no one would have really talked about it or no one really would have acknowledged that. And it's much more mainstream now, some of these things that are being pulled up into our into our reality. Mm. I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about how, I mean, we all talk about it a lot, but like TikTok really changed everything because not only are we able to see into we get windows into people's lives people that we don't interact with in the physical world we just literally get a window into their life and get to see their day to day and get to hear what they experience and we develop empathy for new things that we didn't know mattered you know we also learn very quickly when something is wrong when something right. is taking advantage of people and we have a very, very quick, easy way to like come together over that and make a change. I think that's a very empowering thing when you realize what can happen and how the people are the ones like, like I think corporations are honestly like really scared of TikTok and really scared of um, the effect that consumers now like know they have when they come together and when they voice an experience they had, it's really, really powerful. It can really like cause a problem for them if they're not careful. So I think being able to witness all of that um, and also like, because I was thinking even five years ago, like what's the difference? And it's like, I don't know. I almost felt like the world was like I know some people would look, would, would say, oh, well, the world is still a very unkind place. It is in some places, absolutely, in, in some ways. We're seeing 
hatred in new ways, you know, and or in stronger ways than ever. However, I also feel like I'm seeing so much more people stand so many more people standing up for being different, being having a different body, having a different religion, having a different perspective, having a different sexuality, having a different gender, etc. And the clear support behind them from people and saying, yeah, and we deserve to be able to have these differences. And I think even five years ago, I remember going out socially and feeling this is what I mean by I feel like it's almost a kinder place, like feeling like, oh, well, I'm this type of person and that person's that type of person. So like, we're not going to mesh or like, they don't like me or presuming all these things about other people's judgments of me just because we are kind of in different places or in different bodies or whatever. And I really feel like for me, the past few years and this app in particular have shown me and changed my perspective on that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I would agree with that. And I think that I would, I would agree with that. And I would also see like the counterpoint to that or the argument to that, which is it's giving people another platform to be a dehumanized people. Right. And just to play devil's advocate here. Um, and then also not everything you see on TikTok is genuine anymore. That has been a little alarming for me personally lately. I was watching like a high-speed chase yesterday on live and I was like so excited and it happened in November. I was like, damn. All I right, did that cool. too recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that we have to, because the app has been around for a while and different social media platforms have been around for a while, we have to proceed with caution. But I also think it's important to humanize people, even when you don't agree with them, when you don't agree with what they're saying, I think it's important to understand that that person is still a person and the energy that you put out is the energy that you're going to get back. That's a good lesson for everybody. And going back to the Schumann resonance, go ahead. I was going to say, I think the Schumann resonance is like a case in point of that. Like as people are understanding what appears to be something new, first of all, I think we're going to continue to see new. I think that's not, that's not something that's slowing down. Um, but secondly, people are going to make their own inferences and interpretations as to why it's happening or what it means or what the root cause might be. And I think all of those are probably fine. Like, I don't know that anyone's making conjectures or hypotheses that this is, you know, somehow going to be the end of earth as we know it. And, you know, I think there, I think there are certain bounds within, Hey, everyone just lived their life. And I, I haven't really seen any of those hypotheses that come up that would be really fear invoking um, or control invoking. So as long as those two things continue to be outside of what we're discussing, then I think it's fine for people to make their own interpretations and stories as to what this is and what this is about. Um, I have my own interpretations and inferences and yeah, where you landed at the end there, Ambie was like, Hey, what you reap is what you sow sort of thing. And that's where we come back to that theme of create, create, create. Like it, I firmly believe that we live in a society that limits certain people more than others. And I want to acknowledge like marginalization and underrepresentation. Those are real things. 
And I also believe simultaneously that each of us has more personal power than we tend to really acknowledge. And so I think this is really a powerful time to just try it out. See what happens if you take that step forward. See what happens if you put that energy out of whatever it is you want to see more of and see who responds to that. See who starts to show up in your world or what starts to show up in your world because connections seem to be happening really quickly these days. Um, And it's a very exciting time. But yeah, to your point, Ambie, like if you're putting nasty out there, you might be getting nasty back. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are other reasons why people have like negative experiences as well. In fact, (laughs) I'll I'll wrap it up here in just a second. But Ambie, I was telling you a story the other day where I I was like approached by someone who was being pretty, mm, pretty aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I ended the story by being like, I don't know what energy I put out there to like attract (laughs) this person. That's really interesting that you decided to blame yourself for that interaction. (laughs) So all things in good measure. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think that... um, I think that that is the other thing that's like becoming so apparent to me is, and maybe to other people, I don't know. And Lexi, also, you said you've like, you have your own like hypothesis about what's going on. So I would love to hear more about that. But I think what's becoming super apparent to me is that like, and we talk about this again on the podcast all the time, but like that we really are choosing the reality that we want to live in. Like there's certain people that pop up on my feeds that have very strong beliefs in all directions about what's happening right now. And it's, I think it's interesting that we truly get to write our own story. And while we write our own story by making the choices that we make, through the people we decide to associate with, through the things we decide to create, uh, through the beliefs we decide to hold on to, and the beliefs we decide to let go of. Um, We really do get to kind of carve out our own piece of the world while at the same time being a part of the whole, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what it is to to be incarnated. It's like we are a piece of source, right? We are one drop, right? Of source and a body. But at the same time, we are still energetically connected to the whole. And that's why we we all can kind of feel each other and can feel when the world is uh, going through. You, you know how, you know, what's funny, you know how I interpret the Schumann resonance? It does look like like the double helix, it does look like DNA, like DNA upgrade or something like that. It also kind of reminds me of like contractions, you know, it's like the feeling of like pushing. It's like, okay, we're pushing really hard right now. And you know, when you're, when a woman is in labor, like in the movies, they make it look like, oh, okay, the baby's coming and we're pushing and we're pushing and we're pushing and now the baby's here. And actually it's a lot of like, it's, I mean, I was in labor for four days. And when I tell people that, they're like, huh? Because they probably imagine that's happening the whole time. No, it starts out really small. And it's almost just like a little cramp. And then it just kind of gets bigger and it gets closer together and it starts to, you know what I mean? It's a long process. And I feel like sometimes as a human collective, we're almost getting squeezed, you know? And that's why we feel so tired. It's like, yo, lay down, you're getting energetically squeezed right now and pushed, pushed and take your rest in between because collectively we're all kind of 
I mean, I know it sounds cheesy, but like we're all kind of birthing something new and and we can't really see it immediately. And you can't see it when you're having a baby. You can't see the baby. The woman cannot actually really see the baby as it's coming out. She can only see it once it's out and once it's there. And, you know, I think it's kind of the same way. It's like we can only... We've been talking about it in this podcast how, oh, now we look back to pre-pandemic and things are so clear, right? We're like, oh, wow, that happened and that happened and oh my God, that's so different and wow, like, can you believe what it was like before? But as Mm -hmm. it was happening, we couldn't really perceive it, you know, we couldn't perceive it on the, the, we didn't have perspective, we just knew what was happening in the moment. But I think perspective is everything and being able to look back and reflect, you can see the bigger picture. And so I just feel like right now we're in the middle of like contractions towards something much bigger. And I don't know if we're going to know what it is tomorrow. We probably won't. Well, we probably will not be able to know what it is, you know, for a few years or a year or 10 years. And even then it will always, new things will always be being birthed, you know? So in a way, I think it's really funny and I'm very much like this. I think it's very funny that we're all like, what does this mean? And it's like, well, it does mean something big, but it also is just like this much of a never ending process. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny you mentioned that because um, like, when I realized something was happening with the Schumann resonance, I mean, I was talking to my husband, I'm like, I'm going to ask Arc9 about this. And I was like, but wait, they're going to say something like, there's nothing new happening. And sure enough, when we talked to them about it, they were like, there is no pattern. And I was like, what? <laughs> but of course, like, everything has like ebbs and flows. So I think their whole point that was like, this ain't the end of that. Like, you're going to see new yes. stuff week, next month, like it's just yes. going to keep on coming um, because we're all creating things all the time. And, you know, I, I think humanity has always been building and creating things. We can look far back in anthropological history and see that. I think what feels to me, what seems to be different, and I've, you know, I don't have any present memories of living in other times, so I can't say definitively that this is true, but what feels different to me is our awareness of that ability to create and feeling less like, oh, that is something that resides with a select few or with those that have a certain pedigree or that had a certain experience or have access to like, yes, there's still access issues, but more of us have access to creativity, creative technology, sharing our ideas and mass than has ever existed before. That is just like factually true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the latest incarnation of the printing press, we're just seeing it happen at an even faster rate and with more and more people joining the conversation. So um, it's not to say that, you know, we're entirely different human beings that have ever existed before. I think it's more like that awareness, that consciousness of that capability lying in each and every one of us is being more and more understood and tapped into by more and more of us on an everyday basis. I don't know if people know, Ambie, when we started this podcast, I didn't think I was intuitive. Tell me more about that. Well, you kept telling me you're intuitive, you're intuitive. And I kept saying, no, I'm not as intuitive as you. I could never do what you do. I could mm-hmm. never talk to a spirit or I could never feel into something that's going on. Or I'm just making it all up. A lot of people yeah. say that. Oh, I've taught almost 
100 people. And I hear that a lot from people. Oh, I'm not as intuitive as this person. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, it's just my imagination. What if I'm wrong? If you didn't know, your intuition is not something you're either born with or not. It's a muscle that you can build, that can be developed. You just have to use it and you have to prex exercise. You have to practice. You have to exercise. And that's why we have created Superbloom, an intuitive development community that includes a 12-module course that you can do at your own pace, as well as weekly coaching on Zoom with us and your peers that you can join at leisure, and the opportunity to practice with the other members of the community and build strong bonds and safe spaces so that you feel safe to really explore this part of you that you've always had, you just might not be so familiar with it. And that's the best part of Superbloom is being in a community with other people that are in the same area of their spiritual journey as you are, and you're figuring it out together. And Alexa and I are the little flashlights that are showing you the way. Ambie and I created Superbloom knowing that our community is full of intuitives that might be downplaying their abilities, that might believe that they can't do this, just like me. I didn't think I could, and now I'm doing readings for lots of people every week, and I love it, and it's made my life so full. So if you're interested in joining Superbloom, we offer class equitable sliding scale pricing. What does that mean? That means that you get to pay a price that is appropriate for your current lifestyle. We don't ask any questions. We ask you to put yourself in a certain tier depending on your life circumstances, and you can pay the price that applies most to you because we want to create an inclusive and diverse community full of people at all different stages of life who are coming together with the common goal of developing their intuition and building that community. So if you're interested in joining, you can go to innerbloompodcast.com slash superbloom, and that will give you access to the different scales we offer, the different pricing tiers we have, everything that's included when you sign up for Superbloom. And I absolutely love the ability to blow people's minds and let them know that they are intuitive, they are not crazy, and that they absolutely can tap into their own magic in this life. We can't wait to watch you realize how magical and powerful you are in Superbloom. See you there. Like when I think about like what is the most direct effect of that or what is the most kind of telling thing about our time right now, I think it's that you truly can do anything. You you can do anything. Like it is possible to turn anything technically into your job. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that there are not racial biases. I'm not saying that they're not like gender bias. I'm not saying that there's not limitations. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is with this technology, we can live any sort of life technically, right? And even just 10 years ago, that was not really a reality. You you, the majority of the population, if you have a job, it's either a job like where it's like a service-based job or you're going in nine to five, that's it, right? And I think with this 
freedom that has come not only with technology, but also with the pandemic, right? Like with that kind of breakaway from the pattern. Now people's minds are like, well, what do I want to do? Like they can do so much more than they could do before. Well, now it's like, well, what type of life do I want to live? Do I want to get married? Do I, what's going to happen if we extend our lifetime as humans? Like, should I even think about retire? You know what I mean? There's so many things that are changing and there's so many things that could be different in just 20 years from now. I think the 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 word is possibility <laughs> like there's just so much possibility and i think um and i think that is a really really exciting thing and i think that like you guys have both said like we're only just seeing kind of we're only just starting to become aware of it is the exciting thing cuz it's like just think about what we're going to become aware of in the near future so much more. Mm -hmm. I mean, and one other thing is the, I I saw many babies this weekend (laughs) and I. Wait, were you like at a nursery or something? What were you? No, 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 no. I was at a friend's party and they said babies are welcome. And turns out a lot more people had babies that I knew than I knew. Oh, and that's so cool. It was cute. It was also incredibly scary for me because I was like, oh my God, this is the world I live in now. This is terrifying. This is too much, baby. Too much, way too much. And, um, but I had a lot of conversations with a lot of other parents just because all the babies were about the same age. They were all part of Gen Alpha. And mm-hmm. it was like, I couldn't – everybody felt the same about them. Everyone's like, they're all just so bright and they're all just so attractive and they're all just so smart and they're all just so capable. And it, it just – they're just shiny and glowy and they just seem ready for anything. And I also think that a lot of it has to do with our generation of parents. Like, Ambie, you're part of this generation too. I know you've been a parent for a lot longer. But, like, can you imagine this next wave and what they're bringing to the planet, number one, but also like what they're going to continue to bring just by having Mm -hmm. the amount of support, the amount of love, the amount of empathy, and also just what's inside of them to give. It's like, it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's kind of like overwhelming in a good way to think about. And anyway, I'm rambling, but the point is I think we're in a really exciting time and I'm excited about it. I was just going to say, it's a, it's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful space to be like spending energy. I mean, I mean, being around a bunch of new babies is like, that's all creation energy. Um, and I was just going to say that, you know, I, I, I consider myself to be sort of like a bridge type person. Like I stretch between this like metaphysical world. And I also like deeply invested in technology and like that Mm. that nine to five world that we're kind of talking about. I I do both. And I think that the thing about potential, which is what you keep coming back to is like this potential, this possibility, you can do anything. There's also a key facet of that, which is that you can do anything, not that you necessarily have to, not that you necessarily will, not that there's a right or a wrong answer, mm-hmm. but in order to actually make the most of that creative possibility, it takes not only taking a step forward, but having people around us that support us in that. And in your case, Alexa, you're talking about the parenting, the people, the people who act as parents and role models, even if they're not, you know, parents by 
by a blood birth or any of those things. Right. And I think that as adults, we nurture that either through our family connections, our friends, the way we show up in community. And the more we recognize the power of that alongside with, well, you can do anything. Well, if more of us are doing it, then that's, we can do anything. And there's a greater likelihood of making that progress because it's not relying on any single person to take that step forward. It's all of us that are putting our energy in that direction. And my hope as like a forever optimist, even though I have, you know, my low vibe moments, like every other human being, like my hope is that when we talk about things like Sure, there are still people that, you know, struggle in this world. We still have legislation coming out against drag bars. We still have legislation coming out against people um, that identify as, you know, a non, what we would call like a gender um, or those that don't want to use pronouns. Like all of that is still happening. My, my hope is that the more of us that see that and say, that's not right, that's not okay. And we stand together with the that person or with those communities then that momentum continues to build and that raw potential becomes actual change. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. I agree. And I also think that I, I too, Lexi, am kind of an eternal optimist <laughs> to, to some people's annoyance and that's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but I agree. I think sometimes like we forget that we need, we need, what is, what's that saying? It's like nothing brings people together like a common enemy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. we need people sometimes to play these counter forces, like these people that just seem like they're the villain, that we can cast as the villain and we can mm -hmm. say, hey, we all know this person's a villain because they're trying to do bad things. So let's all get together because we, can, we can't agree on everything, but we can all agree on this one thing. So let's come together on this. And I think sometimes we forget, and in myself included, sometimes I'm like, why does this have to happen? It's so scary or it's so terrible or whatever. And it's like, that's why, because that is how you birth new laws and new legislations and new communities and new connections. And, you know, um, that's what we're all doing here. And that's why there will always be something like that. I mean, I was, we were talking, I was talking with my husband, I think, um, about, uh, AI and how like, yeah, if AI really did take all of our jobs and let's say this would be the, the paradise version and let's say no one had to work anymore and they could just do whatever they wanted. It's like, okay, well, do you think that that would result in no more conflict ever? No, humans would find something to be in conflict about. They would start teams, they would start communities, they would start competing and sport, you know, they would create because we're creators, like you said, we're always going to be creating, we're always going to be seeing what else we can do. And inevitably with that comes conflict. It's just inevitable. So mm -hmm. conflict is that thing that pushes us forward. And I think um, the more we can embrace it and be ready to face the conflict, that is where we will all find our power. And I think we have been. And I think, um, yeah, I, I love this conversation. And I think it's, it's, it's so exciting to kind of peek into the future. Um, and that being said, Lexi, why don't you share with people how they can connect with you in the future? And if they're looking for some support, maybe they're going through this time and they're just like, I don't know what is going on or where I should be going. Um, how can they connect with you and get some support around that? Yeah, I love the tee up for this, especially as an Aquarius rising. I'm all about like 
innovation and how it connects with society and power dynamics. So I'm very, very excited to share this with folks. So I'm just going to say maybe that I I forgot we're both Aquarius rising. Yeah. And then uh, Amy and I are both Cancer Suns. So there's all that like fun stuff happening Yeah. Um, So if you kind of want to just check out more of what I'm about, um, I'm fairly active on TikTok. I can't promise you'll see something from me three times a day or anything like that, but I do post quite a bit. Too much is always (laughs) (laughs) a lot of effort. It's a lot of work. (laughs) I'm on there often enough to be like, hey, I got something for you, everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on there talking about my experiences in Joshua Tree hikes. I go on here. I talk about, you know, the parties that we have. I talk about um, inner child work and about creative expression and really the the nexus between those two. Um, I was just speaking on TikTok the other day about, you know, how my inner child kind of blazed a path forward so that I could feel more empowered to be creative now. So that's the kind of stuff I post there to find me. Um, I'm Lexi.echoes on TikTok. So that's spelled L-E-X-I dot E-C-H-O-E-S. So you can find me there. And then um, if you're curious to learn more about um, maybe working together one-on-one, that could look like a tarot reading, that could look like a container of coaching. You can find me at Lexi.coach. That's my website. Um, And you can send me an email from there. I'll be honest, Alex and I were talking about uh, before the show about some tech issues, still working on getting like an automatic calendar thing set up on my website, but I'm hoping to have that up within the next couple of weeks or so. And for now, you can just send me an email and we can connect that way and see um, if we, if we make sense to work together. Uh, So yeah, that's how you can find me and learn more about what I'm up to and what I have to offer. I'm I'm on the website now. It's looks amazing. (laughs) No, it looks amazing. It really does. It's so you. So your vibe. And um, yeah, we will put Lexi's information in the show notes in case you guys didn't catch that. So you can go there. Um, But uh, also really cool that you got the domain name Lexi.coach. Like, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, And thank you so much for uh, this conversation, Lexi. We just we love having you on. We love talking to you. You're just, you're such an amazing person to have a conver- an intellectual conversation with. And uh, you always have such great insights. And also, by the way, if you're listening to this, this is coming out on Wednesday this week. So um, this Friday, we are doing our intuitive investigation on the Schumann resonance and the evolution of the earth, meaning we're going to be actually intuitively feeling into it and feeling into like what's going on, what's coming up, all of that. Uh, So if you want to get in on that, um, you can join our Patreon and uh, yeah, you'll get access to that even if you just watch the replay and we can dive in more. So thank you so much, Lexi, for being here. Uh, And until next time. Keep on zooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.